The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We welcome you in to a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along on the Answer Network. Our Dayton listeners via 94.5 and our Central Ohio listeners via 98.9. There will be a vigil tonight at 6 p.m. in Franklin Park for 15-year-old Lovely Kendricks. Uh, the 15-year-old East High School student was murdered on Monday afternoon when she was shot. We do not know by whom. She was in a group of girls. There was a fight. She was shot. She died while being, uh, or as she was, uh, I guess, arriving at Nationwide Children's Hospital. Uh, Her parents are hoping for justice. Uh, I hope the same. I think all right-thinking citizens of Columbus would hope that her murderer is brought to justice. But the fact of the matter is, uh, this does not happen the justice part very often. The murder part happens a lot. We are over 100 murders again in Columbus. Not at a record number, over 200 like last year, but we set a record in 2020. We bettered it in 2021, and the number in 2022 is uh, egregiously high, and it is uh, even more despicably high when it comes to young people. Uh, All the headlines that I look at today that I evaluate worthy of being mentioned in the top of the show, seem to coalesce around young people, and none of them are good. None of them are good. And it's um, fitting and ironic that as we begin the show today, the State Board of Education is meeting, and they are scheduled to vote today on a resolution that has divided the citizenry, a resolution that I fully support, that states what we have known since the dawn of time, that you are born a man or you are born a woman, and that that is unchangeable. But we have a lot of people, LGBTQ supporters, LGBTQ lifestyle followers, who vehemently push back on that truth. And I believe add to the confusion, the depression, the desperation of young people. And when young people are confused, desperate, uncertain about the world they live in, uncertain about themselves, uh, they look for answers in a lot of places. And they often find those answers in the lies of LGBTQ ideology, in the lies of this drug will make me forget my pain, this drug will make everything better or that um, they never had a chance. They were born with the wrong skin color. They are inherently oppressed and they can never get ahead in an inherently racist country like America. So I think it is exceedingly obvious to see that there's never been a more difficult time to be a parent. And I was reflecting last night on a completely unrelated matter. And I made a comment to my wife, um, that I, I said, kids are different today. Kids are different. And I thought about that, and I realized that I was wrong. The kids aren't different today. It's the parents who are different. The parents are different. 
Too many parents, uh, first of all, reject their wedding vows to each other. Too many parents fall into one of three categories. They're helicopter parents. They hover over their kids. They rescue their kids from every perceived danger. Or they're bulldozer parents. They clear the path so there is no danger. Or they're concierge parents. They do everything for their kids, and they ingrain in their kids that you deserve this, that, the other. We need to find a balance in letting our kids fail, letting them be disciplined, letting them struggle, helping them to achieve, of course. And when we get it wrong, in an era where technology and uh, complete disrespect for life flourishes, we have things that happen that take the life of beautiful young people like lovely Kendricks. Here is the NBC4 report last night on the 15-year-old girl, dearly loved, of course, uh, by her parents and those who knew her. And it puts a bit of a face, a bit of detail on uh, a life that is all too easy to not know the details of because there are so, so many like her who will not get to realize the potential they have displayed in their all-too-young life that was taken from them. She loved to laugh. She danced. She was a ball of fun. (laughs) Lovely Kendrick's parents tonight in an NBC4 exclusive. It comes one day after the 15-year-old's death. She was a student at Columbus East. Columbus police say someone shot her Monday afternoon. We begin with NBC4 anchor Carrie Charles, who spoke with Kendrick's parents. Carrie. Yeah, Sierra, it's been a little more than 24 hours since the gunfire that would forever change the lives of Clarence Roberts, Doris Moore, and so many other family members. Just a couple of weeks ago, they sorted through all of the details for her homecoming dance. They are now planning lovely Kendrick's funeral. They want the person who killed their daughter to be held responsible. I just want the world to know that we need justice. My daughter was so ambitious and over the top. Like It was like a light. She was amazing. She was ahead of her time. So she's gone. Many uh, others like her have died similarly to the way that she did. Thankfully, yesterday at Pickerington High School and uh, Pickerington North and Lakeview Junior High School, there was no loss of life, no damage, but there was a threat phoned in that closed both schools in the afternoon. A 14-year-old suspect has been arrested in conjunction with those threats. 14-year-old was arrested around 6 p.m. in another part of Fairfield County. All the events last night in Pickerington were canceled. Thankfully, the authorities were on top of that. The school officials were on top of that, and danger was averted. But what possesses a 14-year-old to make those kinds of threats. Also yesterday, Columbus police arrested a 19-year-old. His name is Omarion King. His life is likely ruined. And he had a hand in that because he's been arrested for killing two other men in a shooting on October the 4th. The people he killed were 22 and 20. So are you keeping track of the ages? You have a 15-year-old girl murdered at Franklin Park. We have a 14-year-old in Pickerington who called in a threat. We have a 19-year-old arrested for double murder, and his murder victims were 22 and 20. 
all young people, all in various states of tragedy. And to add to that, come numbers today from the Ohio Domestic Violence Network, which this morning reported that there were 112 domestic violence deaths in Ohio from mid-2021 to mid-2022, and that 22 of those 112 domestic violence deaths were children. 22. Four were teenagers. 16 of them were younger than 10. Six were infants. So we have a plague of violence and dysfunction and desperation and depression and bad parenting and utterly damaging ideology being foisted upon our kids. And I hope that today the resolution in the State Board of Education that states unchangeable truth that you are born a man or born a woman, I hope it passes. I hope that the people who are in charge of the education in the state of Ohio realize that they have to have enough courage to rise up against and I will I will give I will give the LGBTQ lobby uh, the best assessment that I can I will I will assess them that they are genuinely true believers that they think this resolution is damaging to kids but it is not damaging to kids to be truthful with them. It is not damaging to kids to set standards and hold them accountable to those standards. Discipline is not damaging. Discipline is a way of showing love. And every young life that we talked about that spiraled out of control either did not have enough discipline in that life or or their life was ended by someone who did not have enough discipline in their life. This is a society-wide, culturally-wide issue. And the more we reject what is obvious and true, the more that we try to introduce, reimagine, be more enlightened, stray from what has been set in stone since the creation of man, the more we will have an ample supply of headlines like this which will detail young lives either ended or spiraling horribly out of control. So the State Board of Education vote on the resolution from Brendan Shea, who joined us on Monday to talk about his very common sense resolution that would protect what's been the law of the land for 50 years, opportunities for girls via Title IX. Uh, that resolution will begin taking public testimony at 1 p.m. as soon as our show ends, and the testimony is set to continue until 4 p.m. So they're supposed to vote today. Maybe they'll work past 5. Maybe they'll table the vote. I don't know they tabled it already, but it's a highly contentious issue. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. The resolution says you're born a man, you're born a woman, can't be changed. Yeah, we've known that forever until until we started 
removing all respect for God, who's the ultimate authority in our world. But what I was talking about early in the first segment about all these bad headlines with youth, 15-year-old lovely Kendricks murdered Franklin Park on Monday afternoon. A 14-year-old called in a threat to Pickerington schools yesterday. 14-year-old arrested last night. 19-year-old arrested for a double murder. The murder victims, 20 and 22. All the young lives that are spiraling out of control is because of a loss of respect for authority in our culture. And not just a loss of respect for authority by the young people, but the parents now, adults now, view authority much differently than we did 30, 40 years ago, before we recognized when people had authority based upon the position that they held. Now, I mean, I look at our government, and our government has had a role in compromising the respect for its authority. There's no doubt about that. When people who have authority misuse that authority, it makes those of us who are subjected to that authority doubt that authority, question that authority. And let's do a little... uh, midterm grading report on the Biden administration, shall we? Uh, They tell us that boys can be girls and that they are girls, except when, except when they need to register for the draft. Because did you see this week that the Biden administration selective service sent out a tweet? Hey, if you're the oldest male in a family, you still have to register for the draft. You have to register, okay? And if you're identifying as female, you do have to ident- you do have to register for the draft. So the Biden administration's authority tells us on one hand, trans women are women, like a trans woman is a biological man. Trans women are women, except when we need you to fill out our military roles because we've chased away all the real men who want to be in the military because they wouldn't take a vaccine. Oh, now we're into the vaccine and we were talking about misuse of authority. Oh, I only have like an hour and 35 minutes left in the show. There's not enough time to cover all the misuse of authority on the vaccine. I just take that as self-evident. Did you understand where I'm going with that, with masks and vaccine mandates and the fact that the vaccine wasn't vetted and la, 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 la. So, when authority is misused, misapplied, then we no longer view authority as something we should respect. So, of course, the authorities in our country have had something to do with this, and parents have had a lot to do with this. We're in an era now where, because of those helicopter parents, bulldozer parents, concierge parents that I referred to earlier, uh, they don't respect authority like they used to. I have a friend who has given 22 years of service to a particular entity, could have gone somewhere else, could have done uh, what he did at this entity for much higher wages, but he felt an allegiance to this entity that he was with because they had served him well in the past. He stuck with him. Uh, He got chased out. Why? Because parents complained. And he was too tough, too tough on kids, trying to pull the best out of kids. He was, he was mean. Was he mean or was he demanding? Well, there's no difference anymore because we don't respect authority anymore. So uh, I could go on on this tangent for a long time. It's interesting to me. 
we have a teachers union in the state of Ohio that's supposedly all about the kids right there, all about the kids. Randy Weingarten will tell you that. The uh, NEA will tell you that. They're all about the kids. That's why they've given teachers in Hilliard and other teachers associations. That's why they've given them badges that say, I'm safe. Come talk to me about your uh, questions regarding sex, regarding gender ideology. Come talk to me. I'm safe. Well, this headline from the centersquare.com says, Ohio Teachers Union against new bill that allows veterans to be teachers. See, we have a teacher shortage in Ohio, and somebody in the General Assembly came up with the idea that, well, we got a lot of veterans, and maybe we should let veterans interact with our kids, teach our kids. Maybe that would ingrain a respect for somebody who's served our country. Maybe it would foster an a mushrooming, a multiplication of a servant attitude in our youth. That would be good, right? Not according to the teachers' union. A bill introduced in the Ohio State Senate would allow school boards across the state to hire military veterans as teachers and deem their military service to be adequate as a substitution for a teaching certificate. They would have had to have spent four years on active duty and been either honorably or medically discharged and meet other qualifications, but not the exact same training and licensing requirements as other teachers. Now, is this an ideal scenario? No, it's not an ideal scenario, but a shortage of teachers is not an ideal scenario. We have a shortage of teachers. We have a shortage of bus drivers. We have a shortage of just about, we have a shortage of restaurant workers. We have a shortage of just about everything. And I think it's a good idea to reach out to those who have served and encourage them to plug into young lives. And, hey, maybe a little bit of that servant's heart will rub off on them. But, no, this is uh, this is not to the liking of the teachers' union because, of course, people in the military would be less inclined to blindly follow people who are trying to cram bad ideas down the ideas of our youth, or down the heads of our youth, down the brains of our youth. Uh, Scott DeMauro, Ohio Education Association, says, any measure that lowers training and certification standards for teachers would lower the quality of education for our students. Well, I've seen what your teachers spend a lot of their time on, Scott. Hanging LGBTQ flags in their classrooms, talking about sex and gender with their students. Rather than the topics that they've been licensed to teach, they're unlicensed on matters of sex. Doesn't keep them, doesn't stop them from talking about it to kids. 